You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1270. I mean, so far, we've done a lot of deals around a lot of the lakes here in Kentucky. I think it just so happened to be kind of with the time of the year, people wanting to go down to the lake for spring and summer. But I mean, just the avatar has basically been out of state, inherited the property, or, you know, bought it 40 years ago. They don't live here anymore and they want nothing to do with it. That's the nice thing about land. There's such a little emotional attachment that it's not like the houses. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I am your host today, Brent Bowers, the land man. And today I have two really amazing guests. I've got Brian Hemerly and Peyton Hemerly. Peyton is Brian's nephew and Peyton came into the Land Sharks about four months ago. Brian was actually one of my first Land Shark students. And, you know, he was already heavy into the house business and he's done very, very well with houses, but he's always had that itch to, you know, find that, that amazing lakefront property. And he's done a couple land deals. He hasn't done a tremendous amount of land deals until he brought on Peyton. He followed the who, not how strategy. And now Peyton has 16 active land deal. So today we're going to walk through how Peyton did his first deal, how he purchased that first piece of land for $2,800. It was actually a little bit more than that. They're going to break it down in the episode and how they made over $10,000 on Peyton's first land deal. They actually have one that they're getting paid $9,000 in the next day or so, but he's got 16 land deals and he's going to talk about how he's marketing for these land deals, how he's finding these land deals, how the first deal he did, the seller literally forgot that he owned it. So hopefully you enjoy this episode today. God bless. We'll get right into the episode. Brian and Peyton Hemmerly. Welcome back, Brian. Welcome back to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. Peyton, this is your first time. Welcome as well. I'm super excited to hear what you guys have to say today. How are you doing today, Peyton? Welcome, man. I'm doing awesome, man. It's, this is awesome. I used to listen to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast when I first got into real estate and now I'm on it. So in 30 to 60 seconds, like I want to hear first about Brian, like, you know, kind of recap, Brian, I know you've been on before. Uh, talk a little bit about what you're doing with houses and land and also kind of how you got started. I know when we had, you know, first, I had first started showing you about the land, you were, you had just quit your job, your W-2 job. So that was exciting as well for me. And I know it was for you, but I've watched you kind of grow with this and like, you're just crushing it on both sides now. So Go ahead. Share about yourself. Yeah, cool. So just real quick. So 2018, I, I Wholesaling Inc. took the program, did my first deal within a couple months and just took off from there. And then June of 2020, right when COVID hit, I quit my job. I was like, all right, I'm making more money. And I uh, also joined your program on the land side. And land has just always been something I'm like, man, this is really cool. And so, you know, Peyton is my nephew. He was just out of the military. He and I have been talking for years. I've kind of mentored him over the years. And just like, hey, he wants to do land. I'm like, awesome. Like, I need help because I'm busy on the house side. We're doing a lot of deals on the house side. And let's see what we can do to grow this land side. And we basically partnered up in, in January. And he's been crushing it ever since. Yeah, I love it. Well, welcome, Peyton. Go ahead and share your story. I mean, what did you do in the military? Why real estate? You know, all the things we can do out there. Why real estate? Yeah, I was a mechanic in the Navy. I got into 
real estate back in 2020 after a deployment, was dead broke, wanted more money. Followed Brian along, tried to do the, you know, wholesaling and stuff like that. And I knew that, you know, the future plan is to go into development and, you know, get into the commercial stuff eventually. So when we spoke in December, I was like, hey, this is what I want to do, you know, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, well, why don't you come try this land thing out? I needed to learn it anyways. So January we started, I did your course and we've made it to here. That was January, 2023, right? Just Not too long ago. Four months ago. Yeah. And you blew right out of the gate. All right. So it pays to have yeah. a rich uncle, right? Knowledge rich. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So June, 2020, Brian, that's a scary time to leave that kind of those golden handcuffs, the carrot, like what was that like? Because yeah. a lot of people listening to Wholesaling Inc., you know, they're either kind of transitioning out or they want to quit that job or they want to start in, in real estate. Like, wh- what did that feel like? Like, how did you get over that hump? That's, that's scary for a lot of people. I know I was nervous as heck when I left the military in 2018. Yeah, I mean, I've been preparing for it for a long time, even before COVID hit. I've always been financially conservative, always, you know, live below our, you know, quote unquote means, always invested as much as possible. So I've always... Kind of when I got out of college, you know, I was fortunate to be debt free, and I followed a lot of the Dave Ramsey advice in the beginning, and which was very helpful for me. And you know, it also helps too. My wife still has a W two job and has been in her company for eighteen, nineteen years. So, it was, you know, got her blessing that hey, let me go full time. I know I can do better at this than than working for somebody else and building somebody else's dream. Let's go out and build our own dream. So really, it wasn't that scary at that point because I'd already been successful the prior two years. Yeah, in wholesaling. So you already had a track record. And it was just time to cut cord, basically cut loose, like just break it off. Yep, let's roll. No, I love that. I look back at anything I've ever been successful in. My <clears> wife <throat> always backed me. You know that spousal backing I think is huge. Like anytime my wife was like, mm-hmm. "I don't agree with this," or ah, "Just go ahead and do it," like you're going to do it anyways. It's never been successful 100 percent of the time. But when my wife's like, ah, "I see that," like you will do well at that, or I back you, I trust you, it always works out. Yeah, hundred percent. It's always nice to have someone who's on board. You know, we're making the same that you're on the same page with somebody. Well, what are things looking like over at your company? I know you guys do quite a bit of house deals. Peyton's running the land division. You know, a lot of people again are listening to the wholesaling Inc. podcast or just trying to get started. So, you know, I want to kind of see what things are looking like now, and then kind of reverse engineer that, like how you got there. Like, what did the first deal look like for you, Brian? And then same thing for you, Peyton. I know you got a whole board full of land deals over there. But uh, let's first talk about what things look like today and then kind of reverse from that. Yeah. So from my perspective, right, so Peyton, I basically we've given him the, you know, the go ahead to kind of run the business, right? So he's running, he's sent out the marketing, right? And so, you know, obviously I've got the financial backing behind it and he's running with it as far as sending out the letters, acquiring the properties and disposing the properties. We are buying a lot of the properties ourselves and either selling on the MLS or, you know, going to potentially do some seller financing. But on the house side, I've got, Another partner there is Zach. He's helped me grow the house side. So we're we're actively marketing. You know, Kentucky Sell Now with our website, which is like number one or number two organic in a lot of the top search. So we get a lot of organic house leads. So both sides are really growing. And it's a small team. We just have another VA and it's just it's just a small team. That's kind of how we decide. We're going to decide to kind of run it. We may add some folks here and there, but it's busier now than ever for sure. Now you say marketing. What's your main channel? I, I know you've mentioned Kentucky Sell Now to me before as well. KentuckySellNow.com is doing really well. And it took you a while to get there, I assume. What would mm-hmm. you say is working best right now for you as far as a marketing strategy? 
our website for sure. I've got a carrot website and I've spent a lot of money uh, investing into SEO, right? And backlinks and doing doing what it takes to get up there in the, in the search. So we're getting a lot of lead, organic house leads throughout the state of Kentucky and even in Southern Indiana, you know, within that's how we drive most of our house business. I love it. But we also use direct mail and I've been doing that since 2018. It works, but the response rate is crazy now on the SEO for sure. So anytime I hear SEO or organic leads from a website, I always think, okay, that's a couple of years of work. Like, you know, how long did that take you to get to where you are? Cause you're like number one in Kentucky. If you look at your website, Kentucky sell now or sell my house fast in Kentucky, you come up like number one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up there. Yeah, for sure. No, it probably took about four or five months. Four or five months. Okay. That's, that's way yeah. faster than what I thought you'd say four or five years. So. No, no, no. The reason being is because I've had my website for four or five years. So okay. it has some lot of credibility. I've driven leads, but now we've, I've worked with someone who knows what they're doing to help drive that, you know, organic change, right? Putting the right keywords and doing all that. I don't even know how that stuff works. I just hire freaking smart people and let them run with it. Well, I look at things. You're big on the who's not the hows. I'm, who not how, baby. I'm looking over here at my bookshelf right now. Written by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. One of the best books ever. Really, it's not a it's not a complex read. It's it's all about finding the who's, not the how. And I'm hearing who's all over the place. You know, Zach, mm-hmm. your partner in house business, Peyton, your partner in the land business, and that genius SEO guy that uh, worked on your carrot site. So, for someone that's like, okay, Brian, I don't have a website. I just need to do my first deal. You know, what did you do to bridge that gap? Like you, you mentioned direct mail a couple times. Um, someone who's just getting started out, man, I would get out there and hustle, go to every networking meet available, find who are the, who are the top investors? What are they looking for? Especially if you're just looking to wholesale, right? I mean, we do more than just wholesaling, but if you're just looking to hustle, get out there, drive for dollars, get a cheap, get the deal machine app, go pin distressed looking properties, call those homeowners, see if they want to offer, see if they want to sell their property and connect with guys that really know what they're doing. They're actually buying and do some deals with those. That's what I would do. You can do that at literally no cost. All right. So get out there, go to networking meetings. How do you find the right ones? Because it seems like there's so many to go to. Get on Facebook groups, find a local RIA. Our RIA has been very successful here in Kentucky. It's called CREA, Kentucky Real Estate Investor Association. You know, most bigger areas will have a, a RIA meetup. But then a lot of people who do what I do, right, they'll, they'll have their own meetups. I'm sure I think you probably had a meetup in Colorado when you were there years ago. But yeah, do, do that and get around those people that are actually doing deals. Yeah, and for anybody listening, like, what is a RIA? Real Estate Investor Association. And yes, I did start a meetup in Colorado Springs. It's still going. And for a lot of people who are like, just getting started again, I struggled with the confidence. Whenever my real estate broker approached me to start that meetup or the real estate, invest, we call it the Colorado Springs, the CS RIA, the Colorado Springs Real Estate Investor Association. Mm-hmm. I lacked confidence. I was like, I don't know enough to start a meetup. And luckily, my, my real estate broker is like, listen, we don't have to know all the answers. We just invite people that do have the answers. So we did it. We just kept, we kept consistent with it. And now there's over 100 people coming through that every single month. And I've, I've done so many land deals with the people that attended our RIA. I found lenders. I found house deals. We invested in an apartment complex together as well as syndicated a $1.2 million land deal together. So starting that meetup, even though I wasn't ready at that time, really early 2018, I was just about to leave the military when we did it. 
one of the best things I ever could have done. And at first, I didn't see the value in it. I was like, man, I'm spending so much time doing this and finding speakers and just showing up. Mm-hmm. But it's really paid mm-hmm. off and it still continues to pay off. So you guys started one is what it sounds like, Brian. No, no, I, I haven't actually started one. We probably should, especially uh, now that we're doing both house and land. But no, that's something that, yeah, I've, I've got it on my to-do list to do, right? But yeah, that's something we'll probably do in the future for sure. Yeah, and it doesn't take much. I started one here where I'm at in Florida now, and it's it's in Vero Beach. We call it the uh, Vero Beach Real Estate Investor Club, and it doesn't take much. This is a smaller one. I mean, generally, we had 12 to 15 people come. But again, I've already found two private lenders just by being the host of this, and people see me as an authority, like, oh, I have some extra money. Can you help me invest it? So not that I invest other people's money, but I plug it into a land deal. I never touch the money. Uh, it goes to the title company. The title company secures their funds with the land deal, and they're in the first position. Uh, so it's, it's, it's working out incredible. So all right. So mm-hmm. going to local meetups, networking, you can find those on meetup.com, deal machine app. You had mentioned that. That's huge. $59 a month, you can use Deal Machine. Mm-hmm. And I use it for land. I found 150 mm-hmm. vacant parcels of land for sale in my town with that Deal Machine app. I pinned the property that the lot was grown up and they had actually put a house pad on it and there was grass grown over it. So that told me distressed, distressed builder. So I, I skip traced it, looked up the phone number, couldn't get a hold of them, then found them on Facebook. And that's how we started communicating. He's got 150 lots he wants to sell. Love it. Crazy, right? Love it. That's so awesome. Yeah. All right, Peyton. I want to get to you, man. I've been hounding Brian, just pegging him with questions. What have you got going on over there? I know you got a whiteboard yep. to the side of you and you got a tremendous amount of deals. For someone that just got started, just got out of the military, you know, what do those steps look like and what are you doing? I mean, at the beginning, it was just all it is is just doing it, right? I joined the course, I got onto all the support calls, didn't know what I was doing, I had no clue what I was looking at. But at the end of the day, it was just doing it. And within a matter of like, I think two weeks, I had the first deal under contract and I had no clue what was going on. Well, not everyone has a six foot seven (laughs) uncle that's behind them, driving them like that. Like, so I did notice that you were on all the support calls and I thought that was amazing. I was like, this guy is showing up and you just kept showing up and you started doing deals. So what did that first deal look like? I mean, it was just, you know, went out with marketing and got a call. Guy forgot he had completely, he didn't even know he had the property. He owned it for like 40 or 50 years, hadn't paid his taxes. And he was like, yeah, well, I forgot about this property. If you guys will just pay the taxes, then... So I think we paid like 2,500 bucks. I don't even know if it was that much, but we paid his back taxes and got the property. So wait a minute. So you just had to pay the back taxes and he just gave you the property and he's owned it for 40 or 50 years and completely forgot about it. That sounds too good to be true. That's what I said too. I was like... We actually paid $300 for the parcel land. Okay, so three hundred dollars plus, plus twenty five hundred. So was that six, seven, twenty eight hundred bucks yeah. for a piece of land? Where was the land at? Taylorsville Lake. So a pretty popular lake around here. Someone was just telling me the other day, Kentucky land has gotten so expensive, and here you guys got a piece of land next to. Was it on the lake or close to the lake? Could you see the About lake? A quarter mile, quarter mile. So pretty close to the lake for twenty eight hundred bucks. Yeah. Or twenty not six, seven, eight. Yeah, twenty eight hundred bucks. Just checking my math there. All right. So you mentioned marketing. I want to get down and dirty. Like, who are you marketing? Like, what is this marketing? What type of list? You know, what list were you marketing to? So at the beginning, in the courses and whatnot, I listened to everything you had said. And I just had no idea. So I picked like five counties, 
and I just blasted everything, like anything from like a half acre to like a hundred acres and whatever stuck, what it like is what stuck. Well, that results Holy were, cow. you know, one deal. But from there, I kind of like figured it out, like, okay, what, you know, I need to step back. So that month, that first month was actually our biggest campaign around 2000 mailers. And everyone since then has been closer to a thousand to 1500, but a little more specified, like within, you know, a zip code or within an area. And I mean, so far we've done a lot of deals around a lot of the lakes here in Kentucky. I think it just so happened to be kind of with the time of the year, people wanting to go down to the lake for spring and summer. But I mean, just the avatar has basically been out of state, inherited the property or, you know, bought it 40 years ago. They don't live here anymore and they want nothing to do with it. That's the nice thing about land. There's such a little emotional attachment that it's not like the houses. Wow. Okay. So did I hear correctly that you sent letters to five counties, which is huge by the way, and it was only 2000 letters? Yeah. I, I think it might've been, yeah, it was five counties. Yeah. Five counties. 2000 letters. And that's what, that's what allowed you to find that guy that owed 2,500 in back taxes. Yeah. yeah. Owned the land for 40 to 50 years and forgot about it. Yeah. And, and mind you, when I did that, I did not understand the pricing very well. So I priced each county individually rather than like each area within a county. So yeah. like I sent him an offer letter and it was probably offered him like 20 or $30,000. Like it was way over, way over. So you offered too high on it as well oh, yeah. and still got it for a smoking hot deal. Yeah. I love that. I love just that, that you're taking action and you took massive, imperfect, violent action because you're a military guy. It sounds like you just sprayed and prayed is what we call that yeah. in the military. 100%. We just fire away. No, I love it, man. Like 2000 letters. So you priced out these letters to where you gave a specific offer for each land, each mm -hmm. parcel of land. We call those blind offers. So what was that like? Like a lot of people kind of like struggle with that, like coming up with that pricing. Well, I mean, I literally I had your course up on one screen and my, my Excel sheet up on the other screen and I just did it by county, you know, whatever the, whatever it was like 27 cents or something like that on the dollar from anywhere from an acre to a hundred acres. So, I mean, it, it wasn't very effective, but I got a lot of no calls and a lot of angry people, but Hey, that's all right. Well, we'll it see how effective it is. What did you sell that piece of land for that you bought for 2,800 bucks? 15000 I think. Yeah. $15,000. So you traded $2,800 for $15,000. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's a victory bell for Peyton. Just getting out there and taking action. Sent out 2,000 letters to five counties. You're a wild animal. All right. So how did you sell that piece of land? Like, you know, did you have the buyer before you paid for it? I, I know it's like, it's scary for a lot of people. Like, what if I can't sell this land? But you had a major attribute with a lake just down yeah. the street. An attribute for anybody listening is like, you know, lake is an attribute. Mountain views are an attribute. Whatever. Hunting could be an attribute. Just you had something that people want. Yeah. Well, like I said, when I was doing this, I had no clue, right? I didn't know utilities. I had no idea. So it's pretty close, probably like 30, 45 minutes away. So me and Brian went out there and looked at it realized that, wow, this is like a slope. Like there's very little that you can be done. Like it's going to take a lot of work to do anything with this property. So you said I, it's a, a what? A, a slope. slope? A slope. A slope. Oh, oh yeah. Slope. Okay. Basically straight downhill. So I was oh, like, well, oh, that kind of changes things. Oh, well, we already got it. So I got to do something with so it. So you bought it and then went and looked at it. 
Yeah, I, I think so. We were kind of in that range. We were basically in the mindset of like, we're getting this thing for next to nothing. Like we're going to close on it. No way not to. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, like a no brainer. I, I did the Facebook thing and I, a lot of people out there showed it to a lot of people, but you know, negative feedback, it's not the place for me. So we ended up throwing it on the MLS and probably like 30 days, 30 days or so on the MLS, 45 days, maybe our agent said they got an offer and we took it and went to closing. That's incredible. So you put it on uh, Facebook Marketplace, buy, mm-hmm. sell groups. Yep. Got a lot of feedback. They didn't want it. So how did you find that real estate agent? Was it a land specialist agent or just someone you guys knew already? No, it was actually the guys that uh, Brian uses for his houses. So we just kind of like gave to him like, hey, test the waters. Let's see how this goes. We're kind of figuring everything out. And, you know, it worked out. I love it. So from beginning to end, the time you mailed those five counties, the time you got paid, how long was that? Probably 60 days. 60 days, not bad. Two months. Yeah. What was your total net profit with it? From- uh, I think somewhere around, I think around 10K. Okay. About 5K was, a month. I got the exact looking. number in front of me here. It was it was 10,429.49. So we sold it for 15. Of course, you pay commissions, right? So mm-hmm. uh, we actually bought it at 3,438.04. That includes closing costs. Because remember, we bought it and then we sold on MLS. So but the, the gross or whatever gross profit was ten thousand four twenty nine forty nine on one point three four acres in Taylorsville with the slope. One of my favorite things I've always heard you say, and I say this all the time, is hey, there is a pig for every barn, baby, and you can find yeah, it, you it just you got to find the right right folks who may want to buy that piece of land or house or whatever it is. I truly believe that. I truly believe there is a buyer for every piece of land. I just sold a piece of land that had three ponds on it and most of the land was was water and these ponds were straight down and that was the biggest objection for so many people was ah what am i going to do with this and someone bought it and they're sloping those ponds making them beautiful pond like the guy that owned it before was uh he was a turtle farmer and where it's like man i think he ruined the land someone bought it someone paid a tremendous amount of money for it so there is a buyer for every piece of land. All right. So that's your first land deal. I want to hear now the best land deal, Peyton. And we can we can move through it quickly because I, I know we're running short on time. All right. The best one for sure is it hasn't sold yet, but I mean, like you said, there's a pig for every, you know, there's a pig for every farm. So it'll sell. But we got almost six acres, like just under six acres for I think eight thousand dollars. And it will sell somewhere in the range of forty to fifty thousand. Forty to fifty thousand dollars. Let's just say low end. So you're buying it for about eight thousand. Just yep. call it ten because I love yep. I love round numbers. And you're gonna sell it for about forty thousand. Yep. That's phenomenal. How'd you find that deal? Um, that was actually the second month. I, I went back and I like narrowed the counties down and I just kind of like did like three of those counties that I did the first month, but I got way more specific. All right, I went, you know, one to six acres, yada yada yada. And then um I still priced him way high. I think the original offer to him was, I think it was somewhere around 30,000 maybe. And it might even been more than that. And just had those conversations, you know, did the due diligence phase, called him back 24 hours and was like, Hey, you know, this is what I can actually pay for it. Is this, you know, probably something you would never consider doing, but this is what I'm willing to give you. And I like how you took it there. You're probably not going to like this, or you probably wouldn't even consider this, but this is what I can pay. Oh yeah. Like you just cut to the chase. Yeah, Brian hears it every day. That's my favorite. That's my go-to line. And 
it doesn't work all the time, you know, but it works some, it works enough of the times that even I get a deal locked up, I usually go back the next day and I'm like, Hey, so sorry, but this is what we're going to actually pay. What's that conversation? Like a lot of people are like, I could never have that conversation. They're going to be angry with me. They're going to hang up on me. They're going to come and find me and, you know, shoot me or something <laughs> like, like, how does it feel having that conversation? Uh, that first month, it was pretty, I mean, it was pretty terrible and intimidating. I know we have, we use call rail. So all the calls are recorded. And I know Brian was like, listening to my calls. And he's like, all right, this is where, you know, this changed this, this, okay. You did good on this. So I was able to kind of evaluate myself that way. And then it was just after a certain amount of calls, like all they can say is no. Like if they say no, they say no. And it's on to the next one. So I hear you going for no. And that's, that's the book I'm recommending of the week right now. Shoot. Actually for the month, go for no. If you get it on audible, you can listen to it in like an hour and a half, like one, one and a half gym workouts, maybe. But I just, I saw you I'm on chapter 25 of it right now. Wow, man. Okay. I love it. Like that book just changing my life. Like I go for no now. Yep. It's reversed it. And just a, just a little bit background from it is like, I want to get that no faster because I'm going to move to the next person and the next person, and the next person to when I get the yes, it's just the total numbers game. All right, Brian, you've been really quiet. What would you recommend to someone just getting started or they want to quit that job just like you did June, 2020? What would you say to that person? Like right now, I know that you kind of already talked about get out there and hustle go to meetups, get the deal machine app, start hustling right now. But what would you say, you know, in, I don't know, one minute or less for them, how to get started right now and do a deal today? Yeah. I mean, besides that other advice, I mean, depends on what you want to do. If you want to, if you're interested in houses, go find people who are doing houses. If you're interested in land, you know, I'm not going to, you know, make a plug for your course, but obviously dude, I respect and love you, man. Like you have been a blessing to us and, you know, to be able to learn, you know, teach us, you know, what was made you successful you know, get around people who are doing it and who are at the destination you want to be and go follow them, you know, and go out there and just hustle and crush it. And we live in the best country in the world and people complain about it, which blows my mind. Go out there and hustle. You can hustle wherever you want to do. You can go out there and make it happen in America. God bless America. All right. You too, Peyton. What would you say to someone that's like ready to get started? I mean, you're just, you're still really new that you've been doing this four months. Like you have the best advice for someone that's four months from where you are currently now. Uh, I mean, we, we've talked about it a lot, but just doing it, just taking that just action do and doing it. Every year there's a, there's a big thing of fear. You know, we're all afraid of rejection. It's human nature, but you get a couple of those no calls and next thing you know, you're like, all right, you're itching for the next one. You start to laugh about it. It's like, it's okay. And then you're going to get your first deal and you're like, wow, I can make, you know, 5k. I can make 10k all from putting a piece of mail out. Yeah. Yeah, so Let's true. Do it. Friday, I talked to four people. I got three yeses, one no. Yesterday, Monday, I calculated on my board here to the to the right of me. I got five, no, six no's because I forgot to put one check. I got six no's, no yeses. Six no's. I should have just kept going until I got a yes, but I ran out of time. Kids came home. <laughs> so you track the no's and then you'll see how many no's you have to get to before you get a yes. All right, Rhino Nation. Brian and Peyton Hammerly, they have been gracious. They're go-givers. Uh, they're out there crushing it. They're finding the who's, not how's. They're partnering with great people, doing a tremendous amount of house business as well as land business. I want you to take action right now. Go to thelandsharks.com, schedule a call, fill out the form. If you're one foot in, one foot out, don't even fill it out. Like I'm looking for people that want to go out there and get rejected, do the hard work, change their lives. And again, we live in the, the best country in the world. 
I mean, we're in the United States, like we can make money. We just need to start making better decisions, you know, working smarter, not harder and getting out there and taking, you know, steps that are already proven successful. We're just, you know, success leaves clues. And that's all I did. I just followed successful people. So God bless you, gentlemen. Have a great day. We'll see you later, Rhino Nation. Thanks, Brent. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.